0: Hello, and welcome back to Franchise Sports Talk Basketball. I'm Joe, and I'm joined by Sam, as always. Hello. 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 Um, So we are now in the midst of the NBA Conference Finals and two series that are heading in very different directions at the time of recording.
1: Yeah, although... I mean, one of them could be over in a few hours, couldn't it? Yeah.
0: I mean, it, I sat i time recording. I mean, it's unlikely they're going to change direction that much.
1: No, I think one of them... Well, one of them is close, and one of them is not. Um, is And the first thing that I've sort of felt, particularly with the blowout nature of, like, the Heat-Celtics, the whole of these playoffs, there's been some really good stuff and really entertaining stuff. Some of it's been entertaining because there's been blowouts that have been ridiculous. It feels like it's been a kind of postseason of like about weaknesses more than it's about strength. And I guess that's what it often is with the best teams is it's like don't do stuff wrong. Don't have don't have clear weaknesses defensively. Don't have be able to score in different ways yeah. and all of that sort of thing. There's been loads of really like I think we'll come on to Tatum maybe with this later and Butler definitely in game four. Um Lots of, like really awful team and individual performances. The the Heat starters in Game Four had the fewest combined points since um, 1970, since they started tracking s- oh who was starting God. the game.
0: Like before the three point
1: shooting, they had 18 yeah. points. Their five starting players in that game.
0: And, yeah, I thought all the Depot got most of them, didn't he?
1: Yeah. Which, I mean, and most of them, given they scored so few. I mean, it well, wasn't like people. he got, he didn't get 50. I mean, like he got 23, I think it was. Yeah. They, just, they just had like no offense. Um, And obviously we had the Warriors, who are now the title favorites. They got destroyed by the Grizzlies not so long ago. They've also destroyed teams along the way. And then we've had the Mavericks blowing leads. We're, yeah. We've had like Tatum having re- a couple of really bad games in these playoffs. Like he had was a ten pointer the other day, and he had one in the last round.
0: Yeah, there's not been first like There's not been loads of like really close like games down to the wire.
1: No, it is on course it's to break like, the record for blowouts. series. Have
0: gone like back and forth, even like this Miami Boston one, um, and maybe. Uh, the same with the Mavericks and Sons in the last round a bit. If you just had a lot of even though it's close series, it's like oh one team wins by twenty points, then the other team wins by twenty points. Um so kind of not leading to great individual games. Like even the game seven was like well
1: historic blowout stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the Heat had one point six minutes into the game last night. One. Yeah,
0: that that was that was the thing with that game. I mean we yeah, maybe we should like Start with that series, then like concentrate on that one. Um, but one point more, um, six minutes, it was one one and 18, wasn't it? I think it was the run.
1: They they just it was just like they, they had nothing o- offensively. Um, which is not in some ways that surprising. It was the thing we've spoken about quite a lot with the Heat, I think. Um, and basically, but there was no hero who was hurt. And Butler doesn't look like himself with this injury issue recently, and they defended him really well. And if Butler is not scoring yeah. a lot, they just don't have yeah. anywhere near enough punch.
0: The only, only games they've won have been Butler just.
1: Well, they won. Really they well. won three, and that was when Bam scored a lot. But he basically doesn't do that as much. And when Robert Williams and Horford are playing well, and they're both health sufficiently healthy, yeah, he's not been able to be effective scoring it's, in the paint.
0: It's interesting, isn't it? I think, I think in some ways it says a lot about the Heat. You know, maybe this kind of Heat culture stuff of um looking at the series and, like, the player performances and, like, the games and watching the games and stuff. It kind of seems remarkable, the Heat are, like, level in the series. I mean, well, they, they were ahead until Game 4.
1: Well, I think it is. Well, I, think I mean, it, it, it basically is astonishing. and uh, Partly because um, I wrote in an article today about, like, so the best of the Celtics, I think, is quite a lot better than the best of the Heat. It's just the Celtics... Well, there was that stat that was floating around, wasn't it? Through three games, the Celtics only lost two quarters and they were 2-1 down, but they lost both those quarters, like, disastrously because they they have a tendency to just crumble. Like, was it... I think it was game three where Jalen Brown got 40 points, but he turned it over six times. Tatum has been turning it over quite yeah, a lot. But,
0: yeah, there was, was... it the same game? Did Tatum have, like, eight turnovers or something?
1: Well, he's had, he had a was really it, bad... Or was it growth. earlier?
0: Maybe it was game one.
1: He's had a few games where he's turned over a lot. And um, the issue with that is that the Heat, who can't really do anything in the half court unless Butler's just, like, bullying his way into points and free throws, yeah. and he's not got free throws in the last couple of games, is they keep giving the ball their live turnovers, and then they're managing to get some easy points. They're, they're, I think, on talent, I think the Celtics are, like, ahead. And as a team, they're ahead. It's just they've had, like, a couple of, like... Actually, quite short meltdowns, but they're bad enough meltdowns to lose them the game. <laughs> sure. And then in yeah, one of those, it's... they even came back. They had the meltdown, came back, and then almost did it. And it's like, I don't really think the Heat are. Yeah, it's kind of impressive that they're in it, um, particularly because like Lowry obviously missed the first two. Yeah, and they're I mean, all dealing probably... with injuries.
0: Lowry in general has like not had a good year as he? he's got a tough year. And for the half court, that probably.
1: That hurts. So
0: that's the thing, isn't it? He's that's he's meant to be the half-court offense, or at least creating it. Um, really, I guess that's sort of the, the idea why they got him in the first place. Um, and then when he's when he's not there, or he's not performing, it's kind of not a lot going on.
1: Yeah, I think it's idea. also defensively, it makes a real difference because another thing we spoke about with the Heat all the way through, and it's come up quite a few times this playoffs is they have quite a few targetable like considerably yeah. subpar defenders. Robinson has been throw- like way out of the rotation most of the time, but then even so they play Vincent instead yeah. of Lowry and that's just a much more favorable matchup if either of Boston's wings gets Vincent. And having Lowry there makes it like just a bit harder to really go at them when cuz the Celtics are not perfect in the half court either, partly why they're turning over a million times a game. Um It's been a pretty, like, kind of ugly series. And again, on the sort of, there's been obviously there's been some really great play in it, but a lot of it feels like just not doing terrible stuff. It's like winning games. just don't don't screw everything up. It does feel a bit
0: like, um, in general, maybe actually this kind of this playoffs, the Eastern Conference has been kind of, I know that you know the kind of traditional Eastern Conference, physical, just like physical and grit and stuff. Like the, the Bucks'
1: series was definitely like that. Well, it was like a and war zone is, out there. And now yeah. they're all hurt. All the players are hurt from it as well. It's like the injury report is chaos. There's people coming in and out, people missing a second half here and there. And it's like, I think that's contributed to it. And I think the officiating has enabled basketball to be played in that way as well, which in some yeah. ways is good. In some ways, I think it's, there's why we've got so many people who are hobbled. Um And I I also think that's part of the reason we're getting blowouts. It's easy to just put it down to three-point variance, but I think there's also an element of if you're not fully healthy and they're playing every other day, basically, they're not giving them any rest, that there's just like you need to have both mental and physical energy to be able to fight back when you go 12, 15 points down. And I yeah. just don't think these teams have got it. Like, the other teams... And then they hit a couple more threes and it's 18. And that's when these games are yeah. getting out of hand.
0: Once it gets, like, like 15, it's, like, borderline. It gets much beyond that. Then it's, like, the other team, then, like... I mean, maybe it's a bit much, so they pack it in. But it's almost, like, you know...
1: But you need, it needs something huge, like the Warriors did, which we'll come on to, where they would... They were at the point that was, like, hold on, if they hit two, if Dallas hits two threes, they might start, like, thinking about the next game. And that's what that's when it takes the like huge effort, because there's a couple of possessions each way, then isn't it? It's always the team's yeah. bit is where it's like, okay, if the team that's ahead hits two threes, this is in game over territory. If the other team hits two threes is right back on there's they're suddenly like eight behind or something. Yeah. And then that's barely a lead anymore, isn't it? That's like that could be like <laughs> like a minute of play, and then they're suddenly level again um He's, yeah, so it has been a really weird playoffs in that respect. That even though we've had lots of series that have gone deep, we've had like I, there was a couple of tweets recently about like when we last had any clutch play in these playoffs, as in like the uh, last few minutes, five points between the two. Yeah. It's just like none of it. None of the games are getting to no. that.
0: I think isn't there a thing as well? I mean, in general, like with how the Celtics finished. In the second half. Did they have like, hardly any clutch play?
1: Yeah. they, they just Clutch didn't. time. Well, because they were winning every game by miles, so they didn't have to.
0: Yeah. it's kind of weird. I mean, I hope we get some of that in the finals. Well, I mean, you could still... I, this heat Celtic series could still end up with something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I want to see a bit more of that, really, because it's kind of what the playoffs are about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hope so, because it it would be a weird sort of... Like you said, even games that went to seven, even series that went to seven, sorry, in the last round, we ended up with not... Because Bucks-Celtics, while that was a really entertaining, kind of dramatic game, by the fourth quarter, it was also pretty much done. done. Well, not quite the fourth quarter, but like we didn't get down to sort of Tatum takes on Giannis. For five possessions to end it's, the game.
0: Yeah, it's very weird, isn't it? I don't know what to put it down to. It's almost like these series are going back and forth as well. You always talk about like coaching adjustments in a playoff series. It's almost like the adjustments are like too good.
1: Yeah, they they change everything and then they nail you for a game and then it goes back. And then it goes back the other way. Yeah, I think... I wonder if there's an element as well of... Um, so... That, the Mavericks are obviously a completely heliocentric team. Who, I mean, yeah, their their success is just like do the guys around Luca hit shots? It seems to be all the time. Their yeah. their shot quality. They've I think they might have won every game this series, but they're shooting like below expected. They've had a couple of games. Bullock just went 0 for 10, 0 for 7 from three. Kleber can't hit anything at the moment, and it's like. So that that style of play you often get into like, where the role players make their shots. We had that with the Sixers as well. I don't... Some of it feels a little bit like, yeah, that these teams are all a little bit more balanced than maybe, like, the Mavericks are in that sense because of Doncic. And I don't know if that contributes to this kind of big, big swing where you just have, like... The, the, as a whole team, they go cold. It seems like we're getting lots of teams that just like for a night cannot shoot. None of them can shoot for a night. And that's how they lose by 35. And the next game, they can all shoot and the other team can't shoot as well. Um, and almost to get often to have those close, you do almost have like, yeah, like a few stars going against each other. And they rarely. Yeah. One thing I was going to mention about Tatum actually is he's right up there, all NBA first team, MVP candidate level player, and all of this stuff and it is maybe another a nod to Butler with this, although the injury stuff's there too. He's not that very, very top level because those guys don't have 10-point playoff games. And if they do, yeah. it's like, oh, my God, what does this say about their... Do they drop down the all-time rankings? Like, that just... Yeah. Giannis doesn't... Giannis doesn't occasionally score 10 in a playoff game, does he? Like, Steph Curry doesn't actually either. He, He had had none, I think. I think he had none against the Rockets a few years ago and then scored like 32 in the second half and they won the game. Like, that that, that level of superstar where, and maybe that's it, is that, so we've had Doncic carrying his team, but he's not had the shooting around him. But then, like, if you don't have the megastars there who just almost, in playoffs, they can always be floor raisers, I think, is that well those guys are going to get their, like, 30 points... And that at least means you've got a certain amount. But then we're having somebody like where Butler scores six, and it was like, well, yeah, they've got absolutely no chance if he scores six points. Yeah. But we're, previously, if you've got the they've all even had run,
0: games there where Butler scored like thirty odd.
1: Yeah. And lost heavily. Or well, yeah, Luke has lost back-to-back forty-point games in the conference finals.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. There's a weird, weird play-offs.
1: It doesn't yeah. feel like it's just... There is a, a clearly a chunk of it that's three-point shooting, is, but the, the, the three-point shot's not new. Some, like, some of these... like The Mavericks have broken some records for three-point shooting, and the Celtics have really chucked them up the points. Yeah. Um, but it's not just that, is it? Because uh, some of it's free throws, I think is maybe that they are letting a bit more go than they have in previous years. And we've had some games where like, so Butler to start this series got loads of free throws. It was like 25 maybe over the first two games. And then he's got barely any in the next two. And that's obviously another thing should just be like, well, that you'd hope is a relative constant. You get your however many points it is a night for free. Yeah, and then that yeah, that, that's it.
0: this... that does seem to have been variance in the refereeing, doesn't there? To say the least, it's like this. Like that Buck Celtic series it's just like this is what it... they're fishing it like a '90s game.
1: Yeah, and then the next but... game, someone's got twenty free throw attempts on their own, and it's like, okay. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, so do you do you give the heat any chance?
1: I give them. They've still. It's really weird because they've got home court. They're the number one, of, like the number one seed left in the thing. And that's a
0: good point, actually.
1: They've got. They're basically now back on home court. But I still. Yeah, you... If the problem I've got is Butler has sat out part of a game and then was really bad, and I just I don't think he can be like good. He has to be like. In the 30s, loads of free throw attempts guarding Tatum, sort of yeah. stuff. And if he's hobbled, I don't.
0: Yeah, I, that's I, the thing. Then they don't.
1: I just don't think they've got much of a chance. I think I, I probably at the moment would take the Celtics to win the next two. Um, but then it's also possible that like Tate, Tatum's now had a couple couple of games in these past where like. But that's the thing with having Jalen Brown. He
0: doesn't shoot.
1: Well, he, well does he does shoot. shoot.
0: I mean, but he doesn't, doesn't make any open. of that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but then they've got Jalen Brown to like cover some of that slack. And it just—it feels like
0: yeah, that, that second they've,
1: guy makes such a difference, doesn't it?
0: It's, it's Bam, really, isn't it? Um, which, again, it's like they've... You feel like Celtics have got counters to that. They're yeah. inside yeah. With Bam, I mean... I would say,
1: well, Al Hawford being like playing like he's 23 yeah. is insane. I mean, he's still doing that. That's
0: and, and Robert Williams. Yeah, I don't want they could put both on, but um, just one of them will do probably. I mean, yeah, I know it's it's difficult. he's it's, it's really it's just Butler. It's just Butler against the Celtics. It feels like, which is. I mean it would be incredible if, if he does manage to pull them through. And he has like even if he doesn't get through like this series it's I don't know what his numbers are like but it's like a r- really ridiculous playoff performance isn't it from Butler.
1: He's um yeah I mean he's basically a, a massive playoff star isn't he? He's a he's one of the guys that grows the anti James Harden sort of thing where he is, yeah. if you would, if you were drafting regular season teams, Jimmy Butler is good in the regular season, but he's probably quite a way down your list in the playoffs. He's like right up there. If you, if yeah. you're picking NBA players to put in the playoff series also, because he's such a great defensive player, like he's probably, he's definitely top 10. If you were picking players like school playground style to, to build a playoff rosters, um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously Hero, I think Hero's going to play game five. So maybe they get a big thing from him. Maybe Max Strews hits, like, six threes. Like, but I guess that's the problem is, is the, it's, it's not fancy land stuff, but it's stuff that's like, yeah, they need, they need that, like, best case. Like, I, I think the Heat need to be at their very best to be able to beat the Celtics. And they've managed to get a couple of games because the Celtics have a, a flaw, that is like calamitous for short periods of games
0: or like a half, where just like they're throwing the ball out. Celtics hands, isn't it? Without a calamity from the Celtics again, it's just hard to see it. Yeah. Who knows? Well, because I think they're fundamentally like quite a bit better as a team. But I think as much as anything to be honest, with the heat, like the I think that defensive kind of, like, you know, weaknesses is actually a real issue for them. Because that is the one thing you'd say about the Heat, is, like, usually they're, you no know, being, like, tough defensively and all that stuff. Like if you They could put out line-ups, like, consistently that are, like, you know, there's no defensive weaknesses. I, I just think that's the that's biggest the way thing. way they do it, but it's, like, they can't... It's the biggest thing really in the playoffs. That.
1: So often it's the so biggest, because it... We so often you see the same thing where it's like, you even if you have like four elite defensive players, I mean if you have four elite guys and one, if you have one really bad guy, the really bad guy is going to end up having to be involved in it more than each of the the really good guys. The don't have you can't have like the weak spots because the best teams will involve them, and then you've got problems. We saw it at times with the Bucks. Part of the reason the Bucks. One last year was they just were able to put out lineups where there was not this obvious target, and then the fact that they had Drew Holiday and Yanis, who, like you could argue, were like what two of the three or four best defenders in the world. I thought, like, well, yeah, if you could do that, you could also cover for some of it. But having these guys that are vulnerable, it's just that's where you get like I feel like it puts a ceiling on you as a team. The best, the really best teams don't have that. It was also the opposite of the stuff we have with the Nets, where I was like, they seem to have everyone
0: seems to be vulnerable
1: defensively, basically. like You just you can't survive in the yeah. playoffs
0: like that. Which is, yeah, why it's kind of... I mean, from our point of view, anyway, from what we said previously on this podcast, it's always hard to see how this like, new version of the Nets was going to be that successful.
1: And, yes, yeah. zero conference finals appearances so far.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, they didn't get particularly close this year. One big
1: trade yeah. with a player who's then asked to leave, and another player who's now arrived who may or may not play basketball anymore. Who knows? Um, yes.
0: Yeah. Um, and it,
1: that's a good little segue to the Warriors, actually, where I think it's probably worth talking about Steph Curry a bit. And on the weaker defender thing, is that Jordan Poole has had a slightly smaller role in this series because. You just, like, if you have a defender like that out there, Luka Doncic is going to just go after him for, like, every possession on the floor. But the fact that Steph Curry is not that vulnerable, like, that Curry has got stronger and he plays so hard defensively. We spoke about this a few episodes ago, about if you're going to be a small guard, you've got to make up with it by basically being ballsy as hell.
0: Yeah, you don't get many championship teams that have small guards that aren't like that. No,
1: because they they will just they will get destroyed by someone at some point in the playoffs. Um, and even if you're the greatest shooter that's ever played the game, you still have to be able to pull your weight like that. And that's why yeah. it's basically the best example of, well, what you have to do to be a successful team. Um, and after all the stuff about he had a down year shooting, which we covered before was not really a down year shooting. It was a down year for him shooting not for, like, yeah. literally everyone else that's ever played the sport, it wouldn't have been a down here shooting.
0: He's like 48% amazing. from three. For the
1: playoffs? Yeah. 48% from three in the conference finals.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. That's good, it's yeah. Not this, yeah. Is, this is the thing of um, these, you know, analysing what's happening in these games. A lot of time like, that few extra percent compared to, like, where his career numbers are, well, um, yeah, it's like a couple that's of. That's probably shots. been the difference in some of these games.
1: Yeah, and um also over only a three-game span, Curry being at forty-eight percent is like we've seen him do even way higher than that. Um, yeah, but he's just been. Uh, I mean, we'll come on to Wiggins, obviously, because he's the he's kind of become the big story with this, and deservedly so. I think it's really cool what's I mean, happened. With him. Again, but like... not,
0: you know how much I like to uh call back his previous podcasts and things we've said. I mean, said a lot of things that like over the, these playoffs, like predictions that ended up being very wrong. But I think you said in the last one that it's going to come down to Wiggins,
1: yeah, and he's yeah. been awesome. awesome.
0: And they've free up, so
1: yeah, he's been um. I think it's one of those things that like it, whether someone's like overrated or underrated fluctuates quite a lot, doesn't it? And it was like yeah. so last year he was good for the Warriors. Defensively he was like a different player than he's ever been in his career. Then this year he got the All Star starter thing because of some sort of messing around with the voting. He was probably I think like we did a podcast now as well. Like I think he was a fringe All Star. Like wouldn't have made yeah. it for me, but like obviously wasn't a starter. And then there's all this like there's jokes about him being an All Star starter. And then he gets to this, and it's like, well, okay, maybe he's the fourth, fifth option, whatever. But, I mean, he's unbelievable in this role. And he's rebounding. He's like, he's yeah, rebounding. Yeah, I saw, yeah,
0: put back dunks and stuff.
1: Yeah, he's getting loads of offensive rebounds not the other end of the floor as well. And the way he's guarding Luca in just a, like, I mean, it, it always sounds weird, like the Iguodala with LeBron thing, but it's kind of like the fact doncic got 40 points, is almost not relevant to how he's defended sometimes. Is it's like, well, there's gonna be games yeah. where he's defended worse and he just misses some shots. But like just making his life difficult, just like not letting yeah. him get away from you, not not dying on a screen, and then he has like an easy drive and a floater, like it just isn't happening almost at all. Um, and I think the way he's settled in is like when he gets his open three, he takes it. But there's also times, like when he he actually murdered Doncic with that dunk, where he gets his chances. Like, I'm going for this. He has yeah. cut out so much of the like half-hearted or like sort of rubbish little floaty layup sort of thing. It's like well he's shooting threes or he's really attacking, and he's so yeah. athletic. Like when he attacks, he's
0: getting fouled or he's
1: scoring a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, he has returned. Really turned into, like the perfect player they needed in that role. I think particularly with like. Clay going back from injury and maybe not being quite as effective defensively as that would have probably been, like, Clay's um, assignment before, wouldn't it, on yeah, Doncic, And it's like, he kind of makes up for that. And like you say, it's like, instead of the, um, uh, you know, where Jordan Paul's kind of a bit of a weakness defensively, you can kind of, Wiggins has kind of, like, become like the perfect, like, balanced role player, really.
1: He's like a supercharged Harrison Barnes, like more athletic. Yeah. Better one on one defender. Um and obviously the fact that he's playing in these lineups with Looney and Draymond, he's a good enough shooter that you're not in like three non shooter territory, which is Yeah. You can base most line most teams now you don't really want to have two non shooters, but I mean if you've got Stefan Clay, it doesn't really matter that much because like it, it's sore balanced like it gets a bit messy. I've loved some of their interior passing, like their passing's obviously always brilliant, yeah. but some of the, like the ways they managed to get easy shots at the rim just by like pinging the ball oh, yeah. around and then someone kind of half drives the basket and then just hit off. it's thumps on. It's,
0: a, it's a lot of time yeah, it's like yeah, watching the highlights earlier from last night actually it's kind of um it's not always about the just oh they gotta run hek those of freeze it's like they get into a. Into a rhythm for like a quarter or part of a quarter, where it's like the, the cutting and stuff is like perfect. And you have Draymond, Draymond, in like the mid post, and you just see that the movement of like all the other players is like just these, impossible. He has like three options, basically. It's just impossible. You know, it's they, like they're going to get an open shot from somewhere.
1: This is, this is how they became a dynasty, though, is they played basketball like this. Then they had Durant, and it kind of, everything was broken. It was like well, they did, they did play like this a lot of the time but also they didn't have to because they had Kevin Durant. And, like, they were too good. Yeah. But they're playing... It's just so hard to guard. And I think, like, the Dallas defence, which looked really good in previous rounds, and it is a really good defence, is, like, well, like, do- the stuff on Doncic defending people at the rim, like, the layups he's allowed has been really bad. Also, because having to do so much offensively. But like, compared to, like, the Suns, where it's all very organised and deliberate... And then the war- just this, like, organised chaos of the Warriors. Well, not even that organised a lot of the time. Just yeah. everyone flying around. And sometimes you've got three of those shooters flying around the court and the ball in someone else's hands. And it's just like, well, I mean, this it could yeah. go anywhere now. There was a couple of baskets in them. Um, I think it was the comeback one the other day where people were just getting open layups. I mean, this happens a lot, but it's, it amuses me every time you see it. Curry would just be, like, under the basket... Run out towards three point line and then just run up to the top of the arc and just like the whole yeah. defense goes with him and then someone just walks in and gets a layup. It's all of that.
0: Yeah, that's not perfect. That's the thing is, people cutting in different directions like simultaneously. It's like you have Curry almost running away from the basket, like, um, and then obviously there's all the chaos going on, so he loses defender. Or like at the same time, Wiggins just like cutting directly to the basket for a dunk potentially.
1: Yeah, and, it, and
0: it's kind of like, it's difficult to take it in. It's like you can watch the, like, those little like, plays, which aren't particularly drawn up or what, or it's just kind of, they just some, get into a rhythm. And
1: just some happens. of them are, and then some of it is just, yeah, just could be go and fly around.
0: Yeah, it is, it's like, yeah. It's hard, to, it's hard to, like, you can watch it, like, three or four times, like, over again, and you can notice something different every time it's happening.
1: Yeah, and then you've got Looney in the middle, who also has done some really nice passing and finishing plays and that sort of thing. And obviously defensively, he's been yeah. really good. I just, I think um, there was kind of there's been a lot of underestimating them in the last couple of years. The run they went on when Wiseman got injured last year, and like their numbers the whole time when Steph and Draymond were on the court together, have always been that they just destroyed the other team. Yeah. And then they made all these changes in the off seasons. Oh, that—that oh, that, that sort of looks like it makes sense. Then, it, then for a while it was all the well, it depends what Clay looks like. And then Clay, oh, it doesn't look like he can defend in quite the same way. But does also look quite a lot like Clay Thompson occasionally. And then Jordan Paul yeah. went wild
0: offensively for a bit, and then it like, and, and then it kind of almost didn't matter that much. Maybe what Clay looks like. Yeah, and then you just get
1: into this like. Did, did we all sort of get a bit confused when we were thinking that oh the sons are definitely the team to beat were we sure why were why we saying that i know they're amazing in the regular season everything clay thompson's about to go to his sixth straight nba finals basically when they have their big three they just they go to the finals every time we're, we're yeah. waiting for them to get clay back for two years then he came back and now they're going to the finals again and it's all sort of like oh they got a break here and there we weren't sure going to this. No yeah.
0: one was sure going into the series. They've, I mean, the, yeah, like Steve Kerr, as coach of the Warriors, I think they've lost two playoff series. Yeah. yeah, Both and, uh, the NBA Finals.
1: And one of them was to LeBron and Kyrie scoring like 40 each a game to come back in the Finals. Yeah. With Draymond suspended, obviously, part of it. And um, one of them was when both Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson got hurt. And before Clay got hurt, it looked like they were going to force a game seven, game seven when, they when they had no Kevin Durant, no Kevin Durant But they did, they did have Draymond, Steph and Clay.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, it's kind of it's almost maybe we've just had a break from the dynasty, but it's not really over. It's back it's back
1: again. And now they've got young players added to it. They've got a prime yeah. guy to defend on the wing. I mean that that Wiggins trade
0: now does look
1: Oh, it's like incredible. a robbery. Like an absolute robber. They got Kaminga as well. A chance that part of the
0: same deal,
1: yeah, that was the pick. So there's a chance that it's going to be like Kaminga might be a better player than D'Angelo Russell like next season, like that's not impossible. And the Wiggins that plays for the Warriors is like in terms of having a player on a win, I know the contract is still a bit inflated, but of like a winning player in the playoffs, particularly, they're not even in the same stratosphere. I mean, that is like one of the great trades any team's made. And it, it, I mean, it should also be mentioned, the reason they managed to build this team is because when there was all this, oh, are they going to do that? Are they going to do this? Are they Are really going to extend this player? All the, yeah. It's going to be a historic luxury tax bill. And they've just said, well, we're going to pay it. And now they're talking about, oh, they're going to extend Paul." You think, well, I know then all the, oh, the luxury tax bill gets even bigger and then to repeat attacks tax and stuff. But I mean, but we thought this a year or two ago, if they were going to keep paying, and they are yeah. keeping paying. And they're one of the most valuable
0: franchises the, in the world. The other thing to think about this is like where they've come back from. Well, obviously, was a couple of years ago, the injuries and KD leaving and stuff. And that bad season they had. This is also with Wiseman just absolutely not working out at all. I mean, yeah, they, that could
1: have been Lamelo Ball, which would have knocked on a lot of stuff like Jordan Paul might not have appeared. But I mean, yeah, that would have been interesting. Uh, the Wiseman thing, Maybe. now he looks like a trade chip again, I think, really. Because you'd assume they keep Looney, yeah. um, what is they... Looney.
0: Is Looney a free agent or anything? You
1: know? I think he might be. but
0: um, it, it might be that he... Yeah, he might... like Market value might have gone up a bit.
1: Oh, that's another thing that's coming up here, is if they win tonight, I think it's eight days until they start the finals which will potentially give them time for Gary Payton a second to come back as well. Because really. the problem is at the moment they don't have enough good players. I, mean, yeah. just, I, mean, I think I think what,
0: yeah, although obviously they did have that massive like blowout against the um, the Grizzlies, although kind of already when they were in control of the series, and it did turn out, it's like, yeah, they just turn on the next game and finish it. You're talking about like a lot of the playoffs being about negatives you know, not doing stuff badly. The Warriors are one of the few teams that kind of outside of the stars that have been these, like... Positive really stories. Like s- positive stories, like stand-up performances and role players and that kind of thing. And um people kind of make a name for themselves, I guess. But I think even in that, that's kind of a similar thing where...
1: That's been the story. It's not like we've had Curry average like forty points a game from a series, and like, like, yeah, it's, it's, there's still positives, still of course. But even that is a little bit of this. Don't play people who are like weaknesses at either end. basically. Yeah. The thing with Wiggins has been that he's doing what he need. They need him to do on offense and defensively, he's been great. And Looney manages to just do enough of like the finishes at the rim or like the right pass here on offense. That his rebounding, or well, an offensive rebounding, that like his skills are. Yeah. That you're a positive player because you're, you don't. The stuff that your supposed weaknesses aren't that bad is the thing. Like, and that they've managed to just do, and they've got loads of players. Like, Otto Porter is just like, just completely yeah. solid at everything. And then just occasionally, it feels like they're in a bit of a muddle and he makes a shot. And yeah. When they played Kaminga and he's had some rough minutes, but even then it's like, well, he had moments that were less rough and it's, he's a very raw rookie. M- Moses Moody's played some minutes last couple of games and been effective and hit a couple of shots. Um, they just, they've ended up just with like a kind of deep team again and with the top-end talent of Curry, where like they're in the, the last two games, there's just been a couple of... I mean, he does it a lot. But the shots that are like they did everything you're meant to do there, they're like completely, they got you in trouble, and then he's just he just throws the ball in the air and it goes in. And like, oh, well, I mean, okay, <laughs> like, yeah. It, that, but that's the thing it's like obviously if you take his movement out of it, none of it works in the same way. But he's not had like the huge. He's not gone for fifty or sixty or anything. But he's had a couple of moments where it just seems to hit the shot when. They could have really done with yeah. another three.
0: But to be honest, though, I mean, being 3 0 up in the conference finals and the last series, I guess, partly Morant being out. I mean, we, we did say this in the Grizzlies series, I think, that it looks like, oh, they've not really had to, like, really perform yet.
1: Yeah. I mean, the...
0: they, they, they've obviously played really well in this series as well, but like 3 It's up, like, it's almost like they are just cruising to the finals the
1: moment yeah and that's what i mean by this like like, did we kind of all just get it completely wrong when we're all sort of thinking about oh can clay defend anymore was how's it going to look how how they're going to rebound enough and like how are they going to guard them? and then it was just oh actually no this because it but in this series it does feel like they found oh we said it was like they sort of like they kind of lost interest when they started going behind in that big blowout and then they won the next one but it was closer than you'd like it to be against the Grizzlies without yeah. Morant in a game six. And then it got to this and series, and they just seem to be playing at a different level again. I think they've won nine straight conference finals games in a row now. Then they come 3-2 against Houston in 2018. They came back, won the series. That was without Durant, I think. Yeah, they came back without Durant and beat the Rockets. Swept the Blazers the next year. And then they're back again now, and they've won three in a row. They've done it before, yeah. where earlier in, the, earlier in the playoffs, they sort of seem to like... They're not quite messing around, but like, they just get closer and closer to the finals. They just crank it up.
0: Yeah, peaking at the right time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rather than winning 65 regular season games or whatever it is, and then we all get giddy about it. Every, the team that does it every year, the same conversation happens. Yeah.
0: It's, I mean, yeah, not quite 65 usually, but still, it's still like... Oh, they're, a team that's comfortably better than everyone else the regular season, and the past which turns out they're not.
1: The Warriors should be Warriors. better going forward as well. That's the other crazy thing here is like.
0: I mean, yeah, they didn't have Clay most of this season. And Draymond was out for bits, was he? And... I mean, yeah, they. Yeah, didn't they have quite a lot of injuries this year? Hello? Um, I think we've lost it. We lost the connection. Well, he's gone, so I'm going to wrap up here, um, and uh, take this time to um, tell you to uh, review, give us five-star reviews, like the podcast if you can, and uh, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Amazon Music, maybe, maybe that's the same thing. Um, And yeah, see you next time. Hopefully Sam's back.